0: Holy Spirit, there is no baby Holy Spirit, there is no granddad Holy Spirit, there is no 40s, oh I'm getting into my 50s, I'm going to get a bigger Holy Spirit. No, the Bible says that he gave the Holy Spirit without measure. There is no measuring joke to the Holy Spirit. How he reveals himself always comes in different stages, and how we can hold the Holy Spirit obviously is down to character. Because many of us have got gifts and talents, but we don't have character. Look at Michael Jackson. He was gifted from birth, wasn't he? Woo! You know? I mean, he was gifted with a guitar. He was gifted singing. But unfortunately, he didn't have character. And so there was a lot of flaws and a lot of things that went wrong in his life. And unfortunately, he died prematurely. And, uh, you know, that's up to God to find out where he is today. But really, because he didn't have character, there was a cradle to carry his gift and his talent. And I want to encourage you tonight... For us to be a church in a threshold that begins to walk in the character that God has deposited in your lives in order for you to grow and develop and into maturity so that what the Holy Spirit has deposited in you will begin to come out of you. And I want to encourage you, there are many seeds that have been sown into you. Whether you've been saved six weeks, six months, six years or 60 years, there are seeds on the inside of you that are dormant tonight. There are seeds tonight that have been led dormant, that you've put things on the shelf and you've allowed the seed to lie there, stagnant, maybe it's still, maybe it's dwarf, maybe somebody has trod on it, maybe there are people that have tried to pick it from you, but I want to encourage you tonight that there are seeds on the inside of you that God wants to unfold. In Hosea here, we've got Isaiah 14, he says, oh Israel, return to the Lord your God. Now here it could be saying to, you know, or Hull, or the United Kingdom, England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. You know, recently I was in a dream, uh, you know, it's interesting, because I don't get a lot of dreams. Um, God speaks to me like with numbers, um, and I'm a kind of photographic kind of memory person. And once I've seen a number play, I can recognize them. once I've seen a person, I can recognize them the next time, or several times, or five years later. Um, so and God will show me numbers. When it comes to dreams, I don't tend to get a lot of that. Uh, but he does minister to me in the night seasons. And so, a few weeks ago, he showed me this kind of thing. And it was a bit strange, because it was like five fields. And this is part of the key that I felt for this region. There was five fields that he showed me. And each of the fields were different colours. Now, I don't know if you've ever driven into the countryside. Or if you've ever, you know, been out, maybe somewhere like, where, like it's in Devon and Cornwall, where it's really flat, and you drive through the countryside, you find that when you look at the fields, especially when it's harvest time, those fields are different colours because they are harvest. There could be potato fields, there could be, you know, seed rape, there could be uh, all sorts of different things in the fields. But every field has a different colour. Every field has a different scent. Every field has a different seed. Every field has a different harvest. And it was almost like the day after I said it to my assistant, and my assistant just jumped up online and he showed me this picture of the United Kingdom. Now I understand that we are different representatives of the world here. But, you know, I believe that the people that God is bringing from the north, south, and the east, and the west of the world, especially in areas like Africa, and the African nations have been brought to the United Kingdom, is because God is wanting to stir the dormant seeds in the United Kingdom. Right. You see, we, as, as the British, if you like, not being arrogant, you, but we took the gospel around the world. At one point, it said the sun never set on the British Empire. And it's almost like God is saying, I'm bringing people back to the United Kingdom to stir up the dormant seeds that are lying in the ground. The men and the women of our forefathers that have sown the seeds, they're going to begin to allow those seeds to be ripped up again from the ground. And they're going to rise up and we're going to be the harvesters that will reap the harvest. In Matthew, it says that, you know, in that wonderful scripture, we all quote about the harvest time, don't we? And we say, all the seeds are, the the fields are ripe unto harvest. But where are the harvesters? The fields are white unto harvest. But who's going to be the ones that are going to go into the fields to reap the harvest? I've got news for you. God is calling threshold church to be the harvesters. You are going to be like a combine harvester. That is going to begin in this day and this hour. You're going to begin to reap what you are sown. You're going to see a harvest. And here, this is Hosea who is calling out on behalf of a nation. This is a man who is standing in the gap. A little man who is saying, listen, I want to call out for my nation. I want to call out for my town. I want to call out for my generation. I want to call out for my culture. And he's standing in the gap here and he's calling unto God. The first three verses here is Hosea calling out to God. And he's saying, listen, O Israel, find yourself in the Bible. Find find yourself in the Bible. Find your name in the Bible. Maybe he's calling out to Philip. Maybe he's calling out to Denver Thompson tonight. I don't know what your names are, but God is calling out to you tonight. And he's saying, oh, Denver Thompson, return to the Lord your God. Oh, Hull, return to the Lord your God. Oh, Glasgow, return to the Lord your God. Find yourself in the Bible. Return to the Lord your God. For you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord and say to him. It's interesting, he says, take words with you. Isn't that interesting? We've been talking tonight about communication. We've been talking about words of knowledge. We've been talking about activation of the words of knowledge. Well, if you have a word of knowledge, you've got to use it by doing what? Speaking. It's not sign language. <laughs> God is not a deaf God. God is not a deaf God. God is not a silent God. God is always speaking, but we are not always listening. The issue is never God for our nations and our regions and our towns and our communities. The issue is always ourselves. It's Denver Thompson who is the issue. It's like Sky television. You go home, you want to watch a game of football, you want to watch something on replay, or even BBC or ITV. There is a signal that is being given from some kind of, of plate out there in the stars in the galaxies and it's being translated back to your box. And if you know the moment that signal is interrupted, there is no service. And you see it's like this. God's signal is continually flowing, but our antennas are not always tuned in. We allow the things of the world around us to be, allow us to become misled. And so here he's saying, take words with you. In other words, I want a relationship. I want you to begin to speak to me about your town, about your village, about your community. I want you to speak to me about your family, about your desperate situation. I want you to come to me on behalf. Of where I have called you to. Begin to speak to me. And so here is Hosea. He says, look, take words with you. Return to the Lord your God. Say to him, take away all iniquity. Iniquity there is sin. Which is basically disobedience against God. It's when we don't do what God has asked us to do. Simply. We can blow it up. We can make it small. But basically it's just when we don't listen and do what God has called us to do. Receive us graciously. And this is what we need to call out tonight on behalf of our nations. You see, when God showed me those fields, and and, and my assistant showed me the picture of England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales, and I thought, well, it's very interesting. It's like God is saying there's going to be a harvest of the nations around here. There's a bit of a mess going on right now with Brexit in England. A bit of a mess going on in Northern Ireland. It's been going on for decades. There's walls in Northern Ireland where a pastor friend of mine, Jackie McKee, he has a church of, uh, 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 right, right between these walls, and they're called the Peace Walls. They're about 40 foot high, and at 6, 7 o'clock on the night, they're closed till about 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. It divides the Catholics from the Protestants. In Northern Ireland, they are still killing each other over religion. We don't hear about it on the news because they're in peace, or so-called peace. Recently, they've had to chop off branches, of trees, because there were so many of them committing suicides. Half of Jackie McKee's church, one half of it, his sound booth is in the Catholic side and his stage is in the Protestant side of the community. Wow! How amazing is that? There is all sorts going on. Then you've got Southern Ireland, who are classed as European, they, they use the currency of euros, but really they're still under and involved with the British and, and, and the Irish kind of uh, embassy and the kind of aspect of the government. You've got Scotland, you've got Wales, and you've got England. And it was almost like God is saying, England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales and Republic of Ireland. God is wanting to bring a refreshing. He wants to blow up on the embers and he wants to blow up on the seeds. Because there is a harvest that is coming that the church cannot contain. Amen. And so he's, there, he's saying there, he says, look, receive us graciously. For we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Verse 3, listen to this. Ezra shall not save us. Listen, we need to realise... President Trump, President Putin, Theresa May, Pastor Philip, Pastor Denver Thompson, our bank managers, our doctors, our school teachers, our MPs, our police. They cannot save us. There is only one man who can save us and that is the man, Christ Jesus. The Bible says he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. And so we need to realise tonight that he's saying here, Ezra shall not save us. The things of this world cannot save us. We will not ride on horses. Nor will we say any more to the work of our hands. You are our gods. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. For in you the fatherless find mercy. Now you might say, well where are you going with this scripture? Why have you emphasise this scripture to us? Well, in these first three verses here, he was talking about Israel, who were God's chosen seed. Whoa. Okay. Israel were God's chosen seed. What happened to God's chosen seed? They became dormant. They became stagnant. They got into a place where they become over-familiar. You've heard this saying, familiarity breeds contempt. Content. You can be so close to somebody. How many times have you heard somebody murdered on your street and it was your next door neighbour or something or something has gone wrong being a burglar? It's like, well, I I can't believe I've known him 25 years and he's a great guy. He goes to a local church and he helps the local ladies and he always cuts the grass for the vicar and, and all of a sudden you find out that really the heart was deceitful amongst all things. And so really the heart of the person was never Right? And the hand of Israel was not right. They were called of God, but yet they were purposefully called of God. But yet, unfortunately, they fell into iniquity. They fell into disobedience and into sin. There were three things that was very active. And I believe this is a description of what we are dealing with today in our communities and communities our societies around us. Number one, there was immoral corruption. Remember, this was a seed of, David's seed of God. They were chosen, a chosen generation, a chosen race. That is unique to be chosen of God, to be known that you're called of God is unique. Brothers and sisters, tonight, every one of you, the Bible says, he, he, you know, he knows every hair on your head. The Bible says that he has called you by name. Jeremiah 1.5 says, even when you're in your, before you are in your mother's womb, I chose you and I called you. Jeremiah 29 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. He's got your name on the forefront of his mind. Aunt Sally might forget about you. Uncle Billy might forget about you. You might only get a, a, a birthday card every five years from you know Auntie Sally. But I want to encourage you that God has your name on the forefront of his mind. He has never left you, he has never forsaken you, he has never forgotten you. He's not just Emmanuel at Christmas. He's Emmanuel 24 7, 365 days of the year, and Emmanuel means God with you. So he is with you no matter the situation, no matter the storm, no matter what season you're in, no matter what has happened to this seed, he is with you. So there was immoral corruption. There's immoral corruption in our governments and our councils and our NHS and our police and even in our banking systems, even in our church systems. Today there is immoral corruption. Let's just be open and honest about it. The seed has become an immoral seed in many ways. Even what is taught and preached from pulpits is an immoral seed or birthed from an immoral seed. And that's what I loved about your pastors tonight. That it is clean. It is pure. It is the unadulterated word of God. And that you're being fed and not being fleeced. You're being led and not being beaten. And you're being led and being encouraged and you're not being bled. And how amazing is that to be able to come into a church and know that you're loved. Mm -hmm. Know that you're not being told that you're being browbeaten because you didn't come last week. Or there should be more people here. Or how come we're not doing this and not doing that. No, you're loved and you're cared for. Number two, there was worship of idols. There was worship of idols. Look at today. Look at what is going on around the world today. I mean, Africa's got thousands of idols. I mean, look at India, Bangladesh. You know, to name it through, we've got Mary, who's an idol, the pot-bellied Buddha, who's an idol. We've got Hare Krishna, who's an idol. We've got Joseph Smith, who's an idol. We've got rugby. We've got football. We've got music. Yeah. Idols of cars and even businesses, sometimes churches. Can be idols. Buildings can become holy grails. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, well, we need this believe because this is the holy of holies. It's the only place that God ever moves. <laughs> You're the church. Yes, you are the visionary. So, through the pastor, when the pastor is the vision, the people is the church. Yeah. And number three, there was hardness of heart. Now, you notice when a seed is dormant and a seed is not activated, there is hardness of heart. And so there were seeds that had been sown here that they were not responding to. Number one, they'd lost their identity. And number two, they lost their direction. Because they no longer identified themselves as the children of Israel. And they no longer had the direction to go towards the promised land. What has happened to the United Kingdom today? We've lost our identity. And we have lost our direction. And you realise the government is always a reflection of the church. But if we here, Threshold Church, and in Eden and in Manchester, with Pastor Derek, and, and, and wherever else around the United Kingdom. If we can get pockets of people that get a hold of the seed that God has bestowed on them. And the responsibility, and the identity that God has given to us. Let me tell you, we'll take England by storm. Because little is much when God is in it. Remember we said he wants a church, not a congregation. He wants a relationship. He wants hearts on the altar. And let me tell you, you show me hearts on the altar and I'll show you ashes of sin. Because I've been on the altar. And my sins have become ashes. do not mean I'm perfect. But I've gone from being a sinner to being a son. And incidentally, when you're called of God and he calls you as a son, he never calls you by your sin. The enemy will always call us by our sin, but God will always call us by being sons and daughters. Amen. Because our identity and our mindset is that we no longer want to pursue unrighteousness, but we want to pursue righteousness. Amen. And when you love somebody, you want to honour and respect them. Like my wife is at home. When I get home maybe not tonight, but tomorrow morning, she's going to say, how did it go last night? How was the meeting? If I ignore her and expect breakfast, dinner and tea, and iron my shirt and clean my house, and don't speak to her for six months, how many of you know that is abuse? And many of us have abused God because we don't talk, we don't speak, we we don't have the actions that he's talking about here. And it becomes the hardness of heart. But aren't you excited that God didn't just Listen to the cry, let it fall on deaf ears. That Hosea was calling out on behalf of a nation. That you as Threshold Church to been meeting here for a number of years, whatever else you've been meeting around, hold. Let me tell you, God has heard the cry of your heart. He's heard the travail of your heart. The seeds, not only the seeds of finance. Forget about money tonight. We're talking about the seeds of the kingdom. Blood, sweat and tears. The words that you've decreed and declared over Hull and over this area and over this community. The words that you have said. That The Bible says in Isaiah 55 and verse 11. That my word that I send forth, it will always come back and never return void. And it will accomplish that for which I have sent it. Amen. And I've come to encourage you tonight, that when you've been crying out, God has been listening. Because listen to this from verse 4. I will heal their backsliding. Woo! Pastor, that's a promise to us tonight. That God will heal the backsliding of Hull. He will heal the backsliding of the United Kingdom. The Bible even says that God is married. He is married to the backslider. That means that God has a covenant with a backslider. And when God makes a covenant, he never breaks the covenant. Are you with me tonight? We break covenants. We are faithless. God is faithful. God is not a covenant breaker. The enemy is a covenant breaker. John 10.10 10 says the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. Let me tell you, he comes to kill your assignments, your dreams, your visions and your goals. And he comes to kill your relationships. But it goes on to say that I have come that you would have life and life more abundantly. Amen? Amen. And so here God is saying I will heal their backsliding. Who's backsliding? Israel's backsliding. And I've got news. God will heal your backsliding. He'll heal the the whole backsliding, the United Kingdoms. I will love them freely. That word love there is the agape love. Which means not in spite of, despite of what you say and what you do. This is not a universal love where everybody goes to heaven. No, this is a universal love where he says, Listen, I love you despite of. I can accept you into the beloved. I have called you for such a time as this. I will love them freely. Isn't it great to be loved freely? No strings attached. Not based upon money, not based upon ability. And my anger, for my anger is turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel, and he shall grow like a lily. This is God answering Hosea on behalf of the nation. And lengthen his roots like Lebanon. Everybody say roots. Roots. You see the fruits in the root. The fruit is in the root. When that seed goes down into the ground, let me tell you. It has to bear some fruit. In fact the Bible says unless a grain of wheat, unless the seed falls into the ground and dies, it cannot bear fruit. Maybe you've been in that season where the seed is dying. I've got news for you. It's not the end of the road. It's not the end of your assignment. It's not the end of your vision or your dream. It is the beginning. You see, we are born to die. (laughs) natural flesh, but in the spirit we die to live. Isn't that exciting? That in Jesus we die to live eternally, with an eternal perspective. I will learn for his roots. Remember the fruit is in the root. What is going on in our communities, in our societies, in our nation? Listen, you can try and remedy it all you want, but if you don't deal with a root you'll never, ever, ever, ever set the person free. England can never be set free if we don't get to the seed, which is the root. We've got to ask the questions, what are the seeds that are allowing the things to manifest today? So the root is where the fruit is produced. His branches shall spread, and his beauty Shall be like an olive tree. And his fragrance, every say fragrance. fragrance. This is not Jean Paul Gaultier. It's not, whoa, my golly me, a bit of sweat, blood <laughs> and tears. It's not Adidas. It's not Beckham. It's not Brute. You know, remember the old Brute you could wear? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not natural fragrance we're talking about here. This is the fragrance of the kingdom. Because when a seed is sown and it dies and it bears fruit, that seed begins to grow wherever it is that's growing, like tulips. What do tulips Tulips give off a good scent? Roses give off a good scent. Flowers give off a really good scent and a good smell. That's why we buy them, put them in our houses. You know, if you go into certain vineyards, you go into certain orchards where there's apples, as soon as my friend of mine has got an orchard with apples, as soon as I drive there... And I in the forget on this drive. And I can smell it even without the window down. You can smell the freshness of the apples. If you go out into valleys where they make wine, I'm not condoning wine, but, but they say that if you go into the valleys where, and I've been out there in Napa Valley in California, and some of them in Spain and France, all you have to do is just get there. You can smell the fruit, the ripe fruit. What scent are we giving off? Because the scent always comes from the seed. Right. Mm. Oh, 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 Are you with me tonight? I know it's a bit late, isn't it? We're going to take much more longer. But the scent comes from the seed. Mm. Yeah. Come on. Because the fruit is in the seed. Mm. And when the fruit matures and is ripe, it will give off some kind of scent. Yeah. Some kind of fragrance. Mm-hmm. Okay. His beauty shall be like an olive tree. And his fragrance like Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Verse seven, mm-hmm. coming in for landing. Those who dwell. Everybody said those. Those. It's about the people. It's about us, Church Threshold Church. Mm-hmm. It's about us. Mm-hmm. We can choose where we make our dwelling. Mm-hmm. Wow. We can choose where we abide. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about church or fellowship. Listen, in the kingdom of God it's much wider and deeper than that. Mm. We can choose where we dwell, we can choose where we abide. But here in verse 7 it says, those who dwell under his shadow. Everybody say his. 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 Whose shadow is he talking about? Is he talking about your next door neighbours? Who likes football? I mean, you you know what I mean? It'd be great, wouldn't it? Just hang around with Ronaldo for a few days and get under his shadow. You know what I mean? <laughs> would not that be great? Huh? <laughs> you know, what Ronaldo, no, maybe some. Who, who else? Who, who's some of you, Who would you like? Who's like, your yeah, top footballer right now? Me? You? <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Outside those seats, that's right. You will come off. That's right. As long as you don't have two left feet, you're all right. <laughs> See, naturally, we want to get around people that are famous or oh, they've won the World Cup five times or, man, he's won the Champions League five times or he scored over 700 goals and the most goals ever. and Oh, you know, well, so what? That's the scent of the world. That's the scent of the enemy. But how many of you realise that we have a choice of whose shadow we abide under? Yeah, we can even choose to abide under the shadow of our husband and our wife or even under the shadow of the bank manager, under the shadow of the past, disappointment and hurts and Come wounds. On. Come on. Come on. Maybe there's been areas of discouragement and despondency. Maybe there's been broken marriages, broken Come relationships. Maybe there's on. been debt. Maybe there's been hurt. Maybe there's been wounds. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's scars. Maybe there's anxiety. Yeah. Maybe today we're living under that shadow of the world, yeah. the expression of the world, the do's and the don'ts and the expectations. Yeah. Of the world and the disqualifications of the world. You know, in the kingdom of God, it's not about qualifications. It's more about disqualification. <laughs> yeah. Because he qualifies as disqualified. Mm-hmm. As, as, as Pastor Philip said earlier, you know, really, you, you know, for some reason, God just, you know, kind of confounds the wise. Through using people like me that are illiterate and high school dropout and no education. Couldn't read and write till I learned to read the Bible. Even though I went to school, I filled around. And today people say, Well, how come you got such a vocabulary? I don't know. I just study, I read. I, can't, I mean, I'm not a big reader, but when it comes to reading the Bible, I can read it line by line, verse by verse. I mean, I mean, I've mean, probably spelt seed three different ways on this tonight, but whatever. Or, you know, knowledge. I've probably missed K off or something and put N. Or, there'll be somewhere you probably think, well, you've wrote word of knowledge four times, but it's, it's four different translations. <laughs> That's why when I write my book and I'm famous, I can translate it to four different languages. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, so really, what we've got to realise what shadow are we are binding under. Because what shadow we abide under will determine the restoration. Come on. It will determine reconciliation. It's a good word. It will determine how we communicate and how we grow in our communities. Come on. That's good. See, God wants us to have restoration, reconciliation. He wants to have a hope and he wants us to have a future. Mm. He wants restoration in his house. Mm. Restoration of marriages. Mm. Restoration of businesses. Mm. Restoration of finances. Mm. Restoration of health. Restoration of spiritual prosperity. Mm -hmm. Restoration of His Word. Mm -hmm. Restoration of prayer. Mm -hmm. Restoration of intimacy with God the King. Mm -hmm. Restoration of hope. Mm -hmm. Restoration of identity. Mm -hmm. Restoration of communication with God. Mm -hmm. And He wants us to be abiding under the right shadow. Mm -hmm. You see, I believe that even a threshold church has been people that have tried to, in many ways, thwart the move of God and what God has done here. People have come in that have said, oh, we've got a better and a bigger vision. People that have tried to undermine, and I've not spoken to pastor in any way, but the enemy has tried to undermine the vision of this church. The enemy's tried to split this church in two. The enemy's tried to cause all manner of dissent, all manner of accusations, emails, letters, all manner of things that have been said. You know why? Because you have stood the test of time. Amen. Because there is a seed that has been put in the ground that is yielding fruit. Amen. Listen, there is more going on in the unseen realm than is going on in the known realm and the seen realm tonight. There is more going on in the unseen, pastor, than is going on in the seen. In the seen... <laughs> People say, oh that's not a big church, oh that's a failure, oh you don't have any money, oh where's, your, wh- wh- where's all your ministries and have you dotted your I's and crossed your T's? Where's your smoke machine, where's your flashing lights? Where's your stewards in your car park? See what is successful to the world is not successful in the church. What the world feels adequate in the world, in a church, is inadequate. It took 12 men, listen to me, 12 men to turn the world the right Twelve. side up. 12. 12, Twelve. not 24, not 42, Twelve. not 54, 12 men to turn the world right side up. If you've only got 12, many of your church and assembly of God will close your church down. You know that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are involved in You know? <laughs> the way the world is today, it is a mess. The church, unfortunately, has gone into this category. It's about pound signs, about dollar signs, and about bombs on seats. Mm-hmm. But I want to encourage you that we're not a statistic. We're not a number. We're not a pound sign. We're not a dollar sign. Mm-hmm. Listen. You're not just a date of birth. You're not just a postcode. You're not just another statistic in the United Kingdom. You're not just another person that's been born. No, you've been purposefully designed. And God's fingerprints are all over you tonight. You have come this far. Not by yourself. Zechariah 4.6 And it's not by might not my my own vocabulary or my own intellect. It's not about 3 and 4 degrees and that's just the temperature of our church. <laughs> but he says he sends the dumb things to confound the wise. Listen, you can be elegant. You could never say a word wrong. You can present the Bible and scripture the Bible very articulate but if you don't have the Holy Spirit, as Zechariah 4.6, it's not by might, it's not by intellect, it's not by my ability, it's not by my gifts or my talent, but it's by the Holy Spirit. It's like pastor said tonight, really even words of knowledge, even the gifts are only really able to be used by the power of the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus only functioned by the Holy Spirit. Even when Pontius Pilate said, "Look, you could call down. I know you can call down angels. You could wipe the whole empire of the Romans out," he didn't do it because he was obedient to the Spirit. What shadow are we abiding under? It says, "Those who dwell under His shadow shall return." Everybody say, "Shall return." Shall. So what shadow are we abiding under? Because if we abide in the right shadow, then we shall return. People shall return. Do we have an umbrella? Do we have, Do we get an umbrella I anything? That's okay. Because there's an umbrella analogy where what can happen is if you're under the umbrella, it can protect you. It can lead you. Especially women. Those that spend a lot of money. I mean... You know, goodness me in my household, I'll tell you what, you need to win the lottery. Well, we don't do the lottery, but, uh, you know, my wife says to me, I'm off to, I'm off to the edge. I said to her, I was goodness me, again. But for men, for us, we just run a thrift straight over every six weeks, every six months, you know what I mean? But the women, they want to color it, it's got to have hair dye, it's got to have a, a different extension, and it's, you know, they don't want to get it wet. And so what canopy, what are we living under? You see, because when you're under the right canopy things begin to grow correctly. Bananas. Can't grow bananas in Bradford. (laughs) Can't grow bananas in Hull. Now if you go down south, maybe you could, into France and over that way, it gets a bit warmer, but generally in places like Chile and Brazil and some areas of Africa. Because why? Because it's hot. Even tomatoes, or tomato, depends what you want to call me, tomato face, tomato face, whatever. (laughs) Tomato, tomato, you call me tomato, I call you tomato. You can only grow them in certain environments. In England, there's no point in just planting the garden in December because it's going to die because of the water and the rain and the frost, even in the middle of August maybe. Um, We've had a good summer for a few weeks. But it's got to be under the right canopy. It's got to be in a greenhouse. It's got to be in the right temperature. It's got to be in the right heat. Brothers and sisters, maybe our seeds are not growing correctly because we're under the wrong canopy. Under the canopy of the world, under the shadow of the world, instead of being under the shadow of the kingdom. What shadow are you abiding under? Mm. What are you listening to? Mm. What are you tuned into? Mm. Pastor Philip said earlier, I've got it wrote down here keep looking at Jesus. They shall be revived like grain. Everybody say revived? revived. You see, the beauty of revival is community. Revival is not an auditorium of 1,000 or 2,000, 3,000 people praying for the same people that we prayed for two years ago <laughs> with an evangelist that we all get in and all pay for and it sounds good and we have a blowout for three nights but we're all in the same place. No, revival is really restoration and reconciliation of our community. If we don't have family, we don't have community. If we don't get community, we don't touch society. And if we don't touch society, we don't touch our town and our village. So true revival is when we have revival of family. Which then revives our community. Which then revives our society. Which then touch our towns and our village and our nations. Real revival. The word revival is not in the Bible. The only emphasis on revive in the Bible is when you come to the valley of dry bones. Yeah. When it says let these bones live or be revived. In other words these bones were signs that something once lived and has now died. As your seed died? Have you allowed your seed to become dormant and stagnant? I believe here at Threshold Church that you've allowed people to try to dig up seeds. I've got news for you tonight. That when a farmer scatters seeds, he never scatters to himself. He always scatters away from himself. Yeah. And did you realise a farmer will never replant a seed? No matter how dormant, no matter how stagnant, no matter how dry, no matter if there's a drought, no matter if it's weary, no matter if it's been sunny for days and weeks and months, all we need is a cloud the size of a hand. All we need is a seed the size of a mustard seed of faith. All we need to do is to believe that the seed that we have planted is not the issue. But it will be revived. We need to realise that the dead bones of the past. They can be revived. You see the issue is never the seed. The issue is always the ground. And we've got all that in Luke. And that where it gives the whole outline. The parable of the sower. And it said what? Some fell on stony ground. Some fell on hard ground. Some fell on soily ground the issue was not the seed the issue was the ground the issue is not God who is the provider of the seed of David that he bestows to us like with Israel the issue was Israel the issue is us so who are we abiding under they shall be revived like grain and grow like a vine and they're sent everybody says sent. Sent. sent this is not sent as in S-E-N-T being sent out the door this is sent S-C-E-N-T Their scent shall be like the wine of Lebanon. You see, I've got news for you tonight. When Pastor Philip is growing and developing, like tonight, he gave fruit out tonight, you know that. Because there's been seeds, he's sat under men and women. He's, he's, he's been discipled. He's he's been mentored. He's not only been that; he's been a good steward of the word of God. He's he's, he's sought the Holy Spirit. He's allowed the manifest wisdom of God to saturate him. And so, brothers and sisters, you need to be, begin to pick the fruit of his life. Listen, he is the shepherd of the house, the visionary, the oversight, and so he's the one that's bearing the fruit, and his wife. And so every time he teaches, you should be pen and paper and eyes open and ears open and you should be attentive. Because there is fruit. Because he has expanded to the north, the south, the east and the west. He's allowed himself to branch out. And his scent is as the olive tree. He is an oak of righteousness. He is a man who is steadfast. He is, he's a family man. He's a heart after God. He's a, a man of faithfulness. And so that's how we should be. When we begin to develop and grow fruit, then together we become fruit inspectors and we can begin to inspect the fruit. And we begin to see and and honour each other's fruit and the fruit of the evangelist, the fruit of the pastor, the the fruit of the teacher, the fruit of the administration. All these fruits begin to develop and grow. And I want to encourage you tonight, brothers and sisters, that there are seeds that God wants to revive in this region in this church, in your life. Stand up with me tonight. Let's just stand up in this place tonight, shall we? And just decree and declare. And um, don't take much more of your time, but we just decree tonight. Lord, I decree over threshold church, over Pastor Philip and the leadership and the first lady of the house here, Lord. Lord, I come against the, 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 the naysayers. I come against people that have dissed and people that have mocked. I come against people who stab them in the back. Lord, Lord, we've had a, a Judas, there is no death. Lord, we've had a death, there is no resurrection. We've had a resurrection, there's no life. And I thank you tonight for the Judases that have come against this threshold house. I thank you, Lord, for allowing men and women, Lord, to, to uprise and say negative things against this church and against the seed of this vision. But Lord, tonight we decree and we declare. And we serve an eviction notice on the enemy because we speak with the authority of Jesus Christ that the seeds that have been sown in the ground through threshold church. In this town of and in this region, the Lord they will begin to see signs and wonders and miracles and multiplication brought into this house. Lord I decree that Lord, there will be more houses and more churches that are planted out of this place. Lord, this would be an ark, Lord. The the Lord, an apostolic ministry center. Yes, in the name of Jesus. The Lord, there would be a student of the word here, Lord. There would be people that would teach the word of God. Lord, I speak to stagnant seeds. Lord, I speak with the authority of Christ. And I say, Spring forth, all seed, out of the ground. Come forth out of the ground. Lord, I speak to the seed, Lord, that have been sown. Lord, they they seem to be a very minute harvest. Lord, I decree and I declare with the authority of Jesus Christ that there will be multitudes that would come into this church. That, Lord, you would add families to this church. Babies and, and young children and teenagers. Lord, I serve an eviction notice tonight. And we boom around the enemy right back into the enemy's camp. And we say so far and no further enemy. You have no authority. You have no right. Lord, over the man of this house. Over his health. Over his finances. Over the vision of this church. Lord, I decree and declare expansion to the north, the south, the east and the west. Lord, I speak to the enemy right now. Lucifer, you have no authority, you have no right. We evict you tonight. We evict you out of this church. We evict you out of the finances. We evict you out of the vision. And people that have spoken against this vision, they will say it would never grow. It would never expand. He would never be influential. People have said, why do you need another church in hope People have said, why are you in my vineyard? People have said, get out of here. Why would you come to my territory? Well, we've got news for you. Because the Bible says the earth is a Lord's and the fullness thereof. And Pastor Philip and his wife and these leadership have been called for such a time as this enemy and we serve an eviction notice on you tonight so far and no further you have no authority you have no right and we speak with the authority of christ and we say that we abide under the shadow of the almighty that we shall be revived and we shall grow everybody say revive for everybody say revive everybody say say revive Everybody say grow. Grow. Say grow. Grow. Say grow. 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 Lord we decree and we declare tonight Lord. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That is the atmosphere. The the enemy is running. He's cut loose on the atmosphere. We decree an open heaven over this church Lord. Expansion. Shikatana basoto lo basoto lo basanda lo bakoto, sokoto lo basanda lo basoto lo basindi, kira bakoto lo bakanda lo bakoto lo basoto.
1: Shikatana basoto lo basoto.
0: Loose, loose, loose of the chains of bondage. Loose. To substance abuse, and we say, Lose them and let them go. We speak to the backsliders, and we say, Enemy, lose them and let them go. Bring them back to the house of God. We speak to prostitution, and we say, Lose them and let them go. We speak to drunkards, we say,